British Israel Church of God presents The Watchman Program The Watchman says Watch World News Watch Europe Watch China Watch Middle East The Watchman unlocks all Bible prophecy From the past, the present And the world to come And now Evangelist and commentator Peter Salemi Greetings again, everyone. This is Peter Salemi, and welcome to the Watchman program. Way back in 2004, I came on the internet, and I did a video sermon, and I also wrote a book that I put on the internet called China in Prophecy. And back in 2004, I told my audience that you will see China rival the United States of America as world power. How far out on a limb was I? Today we see China with double-digit growth every single year in their economy. We see China spending multiple billions of dollars in their military. The Chinese are in space. The Chinese strength and influence is growing every single year. And now China is rivaling the United States of America as a world global superpower. How could I have known way back in 2004 that this scenario would happen? Because back in 2004, the United States was the lone superpower. But now China is buying up U.S. debt. The United States is running on China's credit card. China is now telling the United States how to handle their money. Now on the other side of that, we see the United States, of course, sinking in debt. Their economies, the economy of the United States, cannot grow beyond 2% every single year, and we're lucky if we even get that. That whole uh, credit and mortgage fiasco that took place in 2008, we are still feeling some of the ramifications of, of that fiasco. The United States' strength and global influence is shrinking month by month. How could I have known way back in 2004 that this would happen? That the United States would fall as a superpower and China would rise? Well, the basis of all of that is that we in the Church of God have identified the United States, the British people, and the Scandinavian countries, we've identified them in the Bible. I wrote a booklet some time ago called The United States and Britain in Prophecy. And we show you in secular history, in the prophecies of the Bible, where we are in prophecy. Believe it or not, our peoples of the United States and Britain are mentioned more times than any other nation in the Bible. Now, think of it for a minute. If the Bible claims to be the Word of God, then how could it ignore the greatest nations that the world has ever seen. The United States, Britain, and her commonwealth, the greatest empire the world has ever seen. How could it ignore these great nations if it is the word of God? Well, believe it or not, these peoples too are identified in the pages of your Bible and are mentioned more times than any other nation in the Bible. In the prophecies, we see a nation called the House of Israel which means primarily Ephraim and Manasseh, who were prophesied to become a nation and a company of nations. 
and those prophecies have been fulfilled in us perfectly. The company of nations of Britain, which is Ephraim, and the great single powerful nation of Manasseh, which is the United States of America. That is the one vital key that unlocks all Bible prophecy. With this key, you can understand Bible prophecy. And this is how I knew that the United States and Britain, their influence, would begin to shrink and wane and fall. But how did I know that China would be the one that would rise to global supremacy? When we look at Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, here we see a king, and of course he heads a nation called Gog. Now what's interesting that Gog is found nowhere in the tables of nations. Yet God says in verse 17 of Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, Art thou he of whom I have spoken of old time by my servants the prophets of Israel, which have prophesied in those days many years that I would bring thee against them. We don't find them in the tables of nations, yet God said that the prophets of old, the prophets before Ezekiel, prophesied that Gog would come up against Israel in the latter days. So how do we find Gog prior to the time of Ezekiel? When we look in the Bullinger's Companion Bible and other sources, we see that the name Gog is actually from the name Agag, or Agog, who was the king of the Amalekites. And we see prophecies in the Old Testament about Agag coming up against Israel and destroying the NATO alliance, and we see this in Numbers, the 24th chapter. We also see in Exodus, the 17th chapter, that God would promise war against Amalek from generation to generation until they are destroyed. And we also see in the book of Esther the whole episode with Haman, the Agagite, who was from Agag, or Gog, and the whole episode there, and the Feast of Purim, and so on, because God promised war from generation to generation, and we see that war from the time of Exodus all the way into the time of Esther, and then in secular history, beyond that, till we get to this time of Ezekiel the 38th chapter, which is coming. Gog is going to attack the Israelitish peoples once again. And this great prophecy in Ezekiel 38 shows us of this next round of war against Amalek. Now I know a lot of people think that in Ezekiel the 38th chapter, when it speaks of Gog and Magog, Many people believe that it is Russia. Now, Russia, when you look at the, you know, their tribal names, you don't find Gog, you don't find Magog, you don't find Meshach or Tubal. Yet, many people believe that Russia is Gog. And it's simply not true. And many scholars have shown in history that Russia cannot be Gog. And you can find it on the internet and we uh, in that booklet that we are going to offer to you in this broadcast China and Prophecy, we show you in the beginning of that booklet how Russia cannot be Gog. Another thing that I find interesting is 
that the churches of God, the Seventh-day churches of God, that have been doing the work of the watchman, especially in this century, these prophecies of Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, have mainly been ignored by the churches of God. They think that these prophecies are going to take place after the millennium, after the second coming of Jesus Christ, and it's simply not true. And we go through that with you in that booklet, China in Prophecy as well, about Revelation, the 20th chapter, when it speaks of the war, Gog and Magog, coming up against the camps of the saints and so on. When does that actually take place? Is that the same war as in Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, or are they two separate wars? Now, I don't want to give too much away, but I want you to get that booklet, China in Prophecy, absolutely free of charge, on our website at BritishIsrael.ca. And I'd like you to read that booklet for yourself, along with your Bible. We urge everybody to read our booklets with the Bible. And we show you scripture with scripture and show you where these things are found and mentioned in the pages of the Bible. So we see Amalek, or Gog, in the end time. Now Amalek, of course, was the son of Esau, and Esau and Amalek married into the Hittite Empire. And the Hittite Empire were also called the peoples of Kittim, or Cathay. And in Italy, Italy's ancient name is Cathay, because the Hittite Empire spread out into the Mediterranean coasts, and they dwelt in Italy, but when that Hittite Empire fell, and Amalek and Esau were part of that Hittite Empire, because they were related through marriage, when that Hittite Empire fell, the Hittites migrated east into China, and this is documented in history, from Persia into China, and the Amalek peoples migrated with them. We trace Amalek with the Hiskos Empire that came into Egypt after the Exodus and took over Egypt. And there were monuments that were there and statues of the Hiskos peoples, the Amalek peoples. And when you look at their the statues that were left behind in Egypt, we find that Amalek... The Amalekites look like the Chinese peoples today. And when you look at the Hittites and some of their monuments that they left behind, they look like the Chinese peoples today. Even though they were the sons of Heth, of the sons of Canaan, because of the area that they were living in, they were living among the peoples of Japheth, it's obvious that these people married a lot of these Japhetic uh, women, and that's why they look Oriental the way they do. And Amalek married into that race. And they came into Egypt as part of that Hittite empire and took over Egypt. And then eventually the Israelites made war with Amalek. And Amalek eventually migrated into Persia. And this is where we come on the scene with Esther and the book of Esther, where we see Haman, the Agagite, and we see in secular history that the people of Agag settled into Persia right on the border with China. And then eventually from there, they migrated into China and joined their Hittite peoples. In Numbers, the 24th chapter, we see the Hittites, the ships of Kittim, that shall afflict Asher 
and Eber. Now, Asher is modern-day Germany, and on our website, you can download the book, Germany in Prophecy, and we prove that to you, that Asher is modern-day Germany. Shall afflict Asher and Eber, in the 24th verse of Numbers, the 24th chapter. And Eber, of course, are the Hebrew peoples, the house of Israel, and they have a common enemy. So, obviously, Germany... And the Hebrew peoples are allied together against this common enemy of Kittim. Obviously, this is the NATO alliance. And then it says, Amalek shall perish forever. So, we see the ships of Kittim and Amalek against the common enemy, Asher and Eber. So, this is China going up against NATO and afflicting NATO. But eventually, he will perish forever. And that's what we read of in Ezekiel, the 38th chapter. This is a great prophecy about the end of Amalek. Because God says that he will destroy Amalek in the end. So now, Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, verse 17, makes total sense. When God says that he spoke of Gog before Ezekiel, by his servants, the prophets... And we see that Gog actually means Amalek. We can see some of the prophecies in the Old Testament by Moses, by David, of Amalek coming up against Israel. And like Psalm 83 says, they want to wipe Israel off the map. These are the enemies of Israel. And who is the house of Israel? None other than the United States and the British Commonwealth of Nations. And with this vital key, you can understand Bible prophecy. And Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, comes to life. And it looks like tomorrow's newspaper. When I see all these newswires and headlines coming out of China, speaking about China and threatening the United States with sanctions and stop them stop buying uh, the U.S. Uh, Treasury bills and T bonds and so on. I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. When I see newswires talking about China in space, China building up their military, I'm not shocked. I know because the Bible tells me that China is going to rival the United States of America and eventually take over the United States of America. And let's think about it here for a second. China has taken U.S. and Canadian jobs. China is buying up U.S. and Canadian companies. China is devouring our raw materials and resources. China is buying up our debt. They're buying up all the treasury bills and bonds and so on. What else can China take but our land? They're devouring everything else. Well, God says eventually they will devour North America, Australia, and New Zealand. That is prophesied in your Bible. Let's go to Bill Patsinas, and he can tell you where you can get this free booklet, China in Prophecy. I urge you to get that free booklet. And let's go to Bill Patsinas, and he can tell you where you can get the free literature. To get your free CD-ROMs, Please write to us at British Israel, Church of God, 171 West Barbara Avenue, Pahrump, Nevada, postal code 89060. 
or log on to our website at www.britishisrael.ca. All right, thank you, Bill. Let's go back to Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, and uh, let's go through this prophecy, this great prophecy about Amalek. And uh, remember to get that free booklet, China and Prophecy, go to britishisrael.ca, or you can Google the British Israel Church of God, and of course that'll take you to our website. Now in verse 2 of Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, God says, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, or Amalek, the peoples of Kittim, China, the land of Magog, of course, which is Mongolia, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal. Now here a lot of people say, oh, Meshech and Tubal is Moscow and Tobolsk. But like I said before, there are no tribal names in Russia that resemble Meshech or Tubal. But China is the chief prince of Manchuria, which is Meshech, and Tubal, which is Tibet. And that's who this is speaking of. China is the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, Manchuria and Tibet, and prophesy against him. Verse 3, thus says the Eternal, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal. I will turn you back, and that's just old King James language. It means turn you around. I will turn you around and put hooks into your jaws, and I will bring you forth. And all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Now here, God starts listing nations. And if you notice, these nations are all anti-Western, anti-American nations. Persia, obvious who that is, that's Iran. Ethiopia and Libya, that's put in Kush, really. And that is the peoples of Pakistan and India. With them, all of them, with shield and helmet. Now, I find this interesting that these nations that are listed, we find in the East the Shanghai Corporation Organization. Started by, of course, China. And these nations are listed either as partner nations or nations that are observing right now. And the SCO is known as the NATO of the East. Like a counterbalance to NATO in the West. And so we're going to see NATO of the East and NATO of the West eventually collide. And this time, the Shanghai Corporation Organization is going to win. It shall afflict Eber and Asher. That's NATO of the West. And God says in Jeremiah the 30th chapter that I have given you a wound of an enemy, the punishment of a merciless foe, because your guilt is great, because your sins are flagrant. And then God says all your allies have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. NATO will break apart. The EU will end. And China is the one that's going to deliver that wound. Let's go back to Ezekiel, the 38th chapter. Gomer and all his bands, that's Cambodia, the house of Tagarma, which is Central Asia, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and all the other stands in that area of the north quarters, 
and all his bands, and many people with you. Be you, be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company, that are assembled unto you. So here's a huge assembly of nations with China. And it says here, and you shall be a guard unto them. China is the leader nation. And with one billion people, and the size of their army, and then with all these other nations, with India, they're another almost a billion people, and Pakistan, which is over 200 and some odd million people, and Iran, and all these other nations, this is going to be a huge assembly that God calls locusts in Joel, the second chapter. He speaks of a nation coming that are going to be like locusts, a huge swarm of people that are going to come against his vine, which is Israel. And that's us, the United States, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Now, I know the old worldwide Church of God preaches that Europe is going to come and attack the United States, but do you actually think Europe has the capability of attacking the United States of America? Even with a united Europe, we're speaking here of about 400 million people, and then their army, there's no way that Europe has the capability of attacking the vast land of the United States and Canada and Australia and New Zealand. But China does have the manpower to do it. They can attack the United States of America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. They have the manpower to do it, but Europe does not. But Europe will put into slavery and captivity European Israel, Britain, Scandinavia, and may I add, the Jews as well. And we see prophecies about that, and I'll do broadcasts on that very subject in the future about the coming beast of Revelation, about Assyria, and what they are going to do to European Israel, and we will do some of those broadcasts in the future. Let's go back at Ezekiel, the 38th chapter. It says in verse 8, After many days you shall be visited, in the latter years, this is the time setting of this prophecy, you shall come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people. Here God is speaking of a land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people. What nation calls itself E Pluribus Unum? The United States of America. And it's coming up against this land. The United States is the prime target. And then it says, against the mountains of Israel. Now, a mountain is a symbol of a nation. And here we see mountains, plural, of Israel. Israel was prophesied to become a nation and a company of nations. Jeremiah Genesis, rather, the 35th chapter, verse 10 and 11. And that was passed on to Ephraim and Manasseh. Manasseh to be that one nation that we already read of here in this prophecy of that land that is brought back from the sword, but also a company of nations through Ephraim, the mountains of Israel, the nations of Israel. Here we see the nation and company of nations. This is speaking of the crown colonies of Britain, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, some of the colonies in the Caribbean. 
It is speaking of our people, which have always been waste, the place of refuge, but is brought back forth out of nations, and they shall dwell safely, even all of them. What a great description of our countries today. That we dwell safely. We got the Atlantic Ocean. We have the Pacific Ocean. We dwell relatively safe from all the wars that are happening in Asia and Europe and other places. And in other places in this prophecy, it says that we that they will go up against the land of unwalled villages. In verse 11, I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls, having neither bars nor gates. Perfect description of the United States and the British Commonwealth of Nations. It is speaking of our lands of America, Canada, New Zealand, Australia. Then it says in verse 9, You shall ascend and come like a storm. You shall be like a cloud to cover the land. Here is an air assault coming against Israel. And God speaks of locusts coming to his vine to destroy his vine totally. And when you look at helicopters, they look exactly like locusts. And we read in Revelation, the 16th chapter, a perfect description of locusts with breastplates of iron, had stingers in their tail, and so on. That is a first century man, John, describing what he saw in vision, and describing it in first century language. He's not going to say, oh, I saw helicopters. He doesn't know what helicopters are, but he saw in vision locusts coming upon the earth, having breastplates of iron, stingers in their tails, that is a perfect description of helicopters. And God says that locusts are going to come to his vine and destroy his vine. And this is what we are reading here in Ezekiel, the 38th chapter and verse 9. Now these next few verses are very interesting. It says, Thus says the eternal God, It shall also come to pass that at that same time shall things come into your mind, and you shall think an evil thought, and you shall say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages, to them that are at rest and dwell safely, to take a spoil, to take a prey, to turn thine hand upon the desolate places, meaning to take over that land, to rule over it, upon the desolate places which are now inhabited, upon the people that are gathered out of the nations which have gotten cattle and goods that dwell in the midst of the land. That's the evil thought. He wants to take over the United States of America and rule it. And he's going to take it by force. And notice this rich land he is speaking of. Cattle and goods. A great agriculture in this uh, land that he's going to take over, a place gathered out of nations, a place that dwells safely, that are at rest. Perfect description of America, of Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Now here we see in verse 13, Sheba and Dedan, which is Saudi Arabia, and the merchants of Tarshish, which we have identified as Japan, and all the young lions, and those young lions are the young tigers, we call them young tigers of Japan, Singapore, Taiwan, the Philippines, saying, Art thou come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered thy company to take a prey? 
to carry away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take away a great spoil. Notice, they are criticizing China for attacking the West, Canada, United States, Australia, New Zealand. These are, of course, our allies in the world today. Saudi Arabia, Japan, Taiwan, Singapore, the Philippines. The Bible here is describing world conditions on this earth today. Verse 16 says, You shall come against my people Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days, and I will bring thee against my land that the heathen may know when I shall be sanctified in thee, O Gog, before your eyes, their eyes rather. Now, why is God doing this? Why is God allowing China to come against the land of Israel, which is the United States and the British Commonwealth of Nations? It says here, in verse 22 of Ezekiel the 39th chapter, So thou, O house of Israel, shall know that I am the eternal your God from that day forward, and the heathen shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity because they have trespassed against me. Therefore hid I my face from them. Unless we repent, this is going to happen. So I urge you to get that booklet, China and Prophecy, and I'll see you here next time on the Watchman Program. All our literature is offered free of charge. Write to us at British Israel Church of God, 171 West Barbara Avenue, Pahrump, Nevada, postal code 89060. Our website address is www.britishisrael.ca. This is Bill Pizzinas saying goodbye, friends. <laughs>